Hey guys, this is Leslie Coprasi from La Factoria in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and you're listening to Full Service Radio. There was something before the hurricane that was gonna explode. Something big was gonna happen in food in Puerto Rico. I, I had that feeling, you know. With the hurricane, it stopped. I had this feeling of that something was lost. But now, almost two years from the hurricane, I feel like that energy coming back, man. There is a feeling, especially from a restaurateur aspect, since it's so difficult, it does feel like you're starting from scratch. There's an energy in that that is very cool. It's very difficult, but at the same time, it's so cool. My name is uh, Leslie Cofresi, one of the owners of La Factoria in San Juan, Puerto Rico. La Factoria, it's a cocktail bar. We just turned six years this last April. It, it was a, a cocktail bar opened by bartenders. Me and one of my main partners, Roberto Ordecia, we were kind of like the guys heading the cocktail movement in the island. We started working together for brands and stuff, and we, we really wanted to open the, like the first bar that would serve cocktails to everybody, because at that point, it was all, all like fancy restaurants or, or fancy hotels. We wanted like cocktails for young people, cocktails that would be accessible price-wise and stuff. So we partnered up with Pablo Rodriguez. He's a bar owner, music producer, art gallery owner. This guy had been running Old San Juan and like the underground hangout space spots in Old San Juan for like 23 years at that point. And we partnered up. He, he had the keys to his amazing, amazing little uh, corner in San Juan called Hijos de Borinquen, which is actually the most iconic bar in, in Puerto Rico history. Everybody knows this place. It was open since like the 50s and it used to be like this poet and musician hangout or all the artists in San Juan used to hang out there. And this place was like, it's just drilled into people's memory and it had closed down. Eventually he picked up the, the lease to the space and we partnered up and, and opened one day, one day six years ago, man, and, and never looked back. We, we haven't closed since either just for hurricanes or when like government shuts down down or something like that. If it's not like a disaster, we're open, man. Historically in Puerto Rico, we're known for rum and for piña colada, so people drink down there. Uh, since ever but it was like a different drinking culture like obviously you had very upscale places that were doing cocktails and hotels with a very like what you would think is a touristy take on cocktails like obviously piña coladas by the pool and mojitos and all of this that you would expect right but then in puerto rico with, with the connection with the united states people travel so much between Puerto Rico and the United States and between Puerto Rico and big cities like Chicago, like New York, which have huge Puerto Rican communities historically. They were exposed to the cocktail culture somehow, but you never expected it to get it back home, right? Because there weren't places really doing it at that point. So when we opened, I think it was a timing thing. It was going to happen anyway. We just like were the ones to, to do it at the right moment, man, and the right space and the right time. So the Factoria became kind of like the driving force of the cocktail movement in the island. Like it started blowing up and we just needed help, man. It was me and Roberto at the beginning. So we started just calling in all our friends like, what's your day off, man? I need you to help me out. So all these friends started 
coming in to work with us and eventually everybody just stayed they started like leaving their jobs to stay at La Factoria and we became like this like really tight-knit family and started growing a community of bartenders around cocktails and around the bar that has like spread out through the island right now we have such amazing bars like there's a really cool scene I started off when I was in high school. I wasn't even old enough to work. Uh, I had this uh, friend whose family owned a little restaurant by the beach, so they would they would let me work there. I, I started off just like doing like room service. It had like a hotel. I did room service. I did bar backing. I did dishwashing. And ever since, I've always worked in the industry, man. But it was work while I was studying, while I was preparing myself to do other things, you know what I mean? I, I never saw it as an option, man, until my dad eventually opened a little corner shop in Santurce, which is the, like the more city part of San Juan, next to the farmer's market. And it, it's just like a corner store, literally like street food place uh, with a little bar. So I started helping my dad out there. He actually told me like, if you're going to work here, you better study bartending. I was like, I, di I didn't get it. I was like, what? We're opening beers and serving cualibres. And he was like, no, no, man. And he told me to go take this bartending course with this old Cuban bartender who had moved to Puerto Rico. But I mean, old, really old guy who actually was like a history buff. This guy knew everything. And I took this course with him. And all of a sudden I was learning about the history of all the spirits and, and what was behind all these bottles. And I, I, then I got hooked. I got hooked on bartending. It, it wasn't just about the service aspect. Now I, I was getting into what spirits were and, and mixing and all that. So I fell in love with that at that point. You think of Puerto Rico as a tropical island and yeah, sure, you think of fruits and vegetables. It's, that's not the reality of the industry in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is basically 90-something percent of all the food is imported because it's, it's a business importing to Puerto Rico. So literally there's things that are produced in Puerto Rico that are sent to the United States to have to be shipped back. <laughs> this happens, this is part of our economy. But food-wise, it's a big problem because they basically erased our agriculture. First, Puerto Rico was forced to just produce sugar, tobacco, coffee, the three main crops, and they basically killed off the food agriculture. And then those industries were also killed off, and we were left with just importation of food. I mean, there's always been people growing food in Puerto Rico, but I think my generation has taken up the, the as we say, the fields. Like people are, have gone back to farming and not just farming, but trying to find what local produce was. Because in this process of importing everything, we also lost a lot of our produce and what the character of our food was. It was becoming very generic. We actually have one of the, I think, the most interesting gastronomies in the Caribbean, maybe Latin America. And that was being lost also because it was being erased because we were forced to eat <laughs> this imported food and this imported vegetables. And it, it wasn't what our diet was based off. Our diet was changing. A young generation of chefs have taken back Puerto Rican food. It's interesting because it's not from a gimmicky aspect, but if you want to have a good restaurant in Puerto Rico, 
Now you have to be farm to table. You have to find your produce with a small producer. And most of these small producers uh, can't handle more than two, three restaurants. So there is a real farm to table and slow food movement happening, which is really cool. So there, there are some uh, artisanal distilleries popping up, but not that many. You would think in an island that produced rum, the distilling wouldn't have been so lost. This is something that I've seen across the Caribbean. You have the local people who drink the high-proof white rums, right? And all of the good stuff is made for exportation. It's a very colonial thing that has kept going in the Caribbean. All of these islands were colonies, and the rum industry is still a very colonial thing. The way the industry was set up in Puerto Rico was basically to protect one of the biggest spirits producers in the world, Bacardi, for example, producing rum there. We have the, the biggest selling rum brand in Puerto Rico, Don Cu. So laws were made to fit these big distilleries. Puerto Rico has a rum law that dictates how you have to produce rum. And this rum law makes you produce rum in the way that Bacardi or Serraya or other producers in the island have made rum, like a DOC kind of thing. But there's a twist to it. The reason it happens is because these companies get a kickback of all the taxes of all of the rum of Puerto Rico sold in the United States. Again, we, we fall into this recurring pattern of, you know, it has to be imported. Yes, so La Factoria, we, we have, with all the, of the attention that La Factoria has gotten, being in the World 50s bars and, and Tulsa the Cocktail and James Beard and everything, we do feel a, a huge responsibility to act as ambassadors for Puerto Rico. I think we are, and we try to handle ourselves as that when we travel. What we want to show people is, I mean, if you go to Puerto Rico and you go to La Factoria, one of the things that you take away from it is La Factoria kind of embodies the feeling of being in Puerto Rico is like this really cool party. The music is blasting. People are dancing. You're having the drinks. It's a night in Puerto Rico. It's what a night in Puerto Rico should feel like. With all of this attention that we've gotten, all these opportunities to travel and all these cultural exchanges that we're being part of, we try to bring with us more than La Factoria. We, we, we know there's an industry, a gastronomy industry, chefs and bartenders who are working very hard to change the food culture in Puerto Rico and we do feel that we are responsible to like give the message out that it's, we're not talking about La Factoria we're talking about Puerto Rico and we're kind of want to bring all these people with us you know when we travel and when we do the events and basically all we try to do is just get people to come to Puerto Rico it's like when you go to a pop-up or whatever we meet you all we want to do is to get you on a plane and get you down there you know to experience it mm -hmm. 